0: this is journey exploring the customer experience a special six-part story connect mini-series hosted by carrie huckabee journey is a production of word south and pioneer utility resources in partnership with our presenting sponsor Calix, whose mission is to enable broadband service providers of all sizes to simplify excite and grow email us at hello at WordSouth.com to continue this customer experience conversation
1: What does customer experience mean? How much of your day are you thinking about it? Is it a new term? A buzzword that just simply describes what rural service providers have always cared about? 73% of customers say when treated well at one company, they hold other companies to that same standard. Does that mean that our customers, our members, our consumers are holding us to the Amazon, Southwest Airlines, and Chick-fil-A standard of customer service? Has the expectation caused service providers to do anything different? How does the customer journey fit into the overall customer experience? Well, I've taken a journey of sorts myself. I've been talking to marketing and industry pioneers across the country. Those that are in the trenches every day, monitoring not only the customer experience, but fiber builds, budgets, marketing projections, campaigns, CLEC operations, and doing it all while also adhering to COVID guidelines and standards. Not only are they some of the best at what they do, but they are longtime friends. Kyle Randleman is the VP of Marketing and Customer Operations at Star Communications in North Carolina. Derek Barr is the Assistant General Manager at Hardy Communications in West Virginia. Dee Longenecker is the Director of Business Development at East Tex in Texas. I have Greg Hunter, Public Relations and Marketing Specialist at Nemont in Montana. Deb Luke is the CEO and the GM at Minburn Communications in Iowa. I have Kirk Grundling, the VP of Marketing and Business Development at WCVT in Waitsville, Vermont, and Shannon Sears, the Director of Commercial Operations at WCTel in South Carolina. We have six podcast episodes in this special series. Each episode will cover one of the stops on the customer journey awareness, evaluation, purchase, retention, and advocacy. And in this very first episode, I thought it would be a good idea to start with a question. When did customer experience become a theme at your company? We start with Greg Hunter at Nemont. He has a great story about the first time he attended the NTCA Sales and Marketing Conference He experienced a customer experience moment. For Greg, it was an aha moment.
2: What I remember about that whole experience was my very first NTCA marketing conference, PR and marketing conference. And I remember walking into the Renaissance Harbor Place Hotel and standing in line in front of the counter, waiting to be helped. And this lady called out to me and she said, Mr. Hunter, I can help you over here and i thought how in the world did she know who i was and that baffled me and from that time on well i investigated and found out that these guys had these little earwigs out there in the in the uh valet were taking your baggage off out of the taxis or whatever and they were actually looking at your name and saying okay mr hunter has a blue shirt on and cuz that's the only way cuz the i was traveling with a coworker and, and she was addressed the same way. I don't know if everybody gets that kind of service, but I kind of immediately tied it back to um, your competition and your competition is anybody out there that can give better service than you can. And that made me, uh, that made me a firm believer right there. It wasn't that they were a better hotel. It's their customer experience there was better than I've seen in a lot of places. Uh, And you compare it to a restaurant or you compare it to a lot of different things. And I thought, well, that's. it was kind of interesting that that was my very first exposure to that. And yet I, it kind of like wrapped me alongside the head and said, wake up.
1: I love that story. I read The Power of Moments a couple of years ago, and the writers talk about how to engineer CX Moments. And one of the ways to do that is to elevate. And that's exactly what Greg's Hotel did. Kyle Randleman admits he heard a lot about customer experience when he went to meetings from various speakers, but he really wasn't convinced it meant anything to the bottom line.
3: Yeah, I th- you know, I'm, I'm glad you asked that because it got me thinking about where, where did it come from? and Because it definitely was not a term For many, many years of us working and when I especially had my marketing hat on uh, at that point, you know, if it didn't make us money, it didn't move the needle or save us money. I really didn't care. Um, And but I I think it was back in about 2016, 15 or 16. I can't remember the year, but uh, Tim Owens at Cronin, um, he and I were talking at some event and I think he was the first one I'd ever heard mention, you know, the customer experience and mapping it out. And, yeah, you know, I'll be honest, Kerry, at the time, you know, I said, oh, it's cool. Yeah, you I'm know, busy enough as it is. I, you know, I, I'm not looking for any extra work. I'm stressed as it is. But I think it was years later, probably 2018 or so, that, you know, you kept, it started you know, seeping into the company. You'd hear, hear other people say, you know, well, customer experience, customer CX, you know, you'd hear these things and so it wasn't really. I took. I didn't take it seriously until 2018. I think that was a mistake on my behalf. I should have done it earlier because uh, it actually does. You know, it, it does make a financial impact on your company. What you, what your customers perceive of, of your company. So I wish I'd have you know, jumped on the bandwagon a little sooner than I did, Carrie, So I kind of missed out on that one a little bit. But uh, I did try to start catching up in about 2018.
1: Thankfully, Kyle realized it does make a difference. Customer experience has a big impact on the bottom line. Matter of fact, Sitecore published a white paper recently, and their research said that for every dollar spent on customer experience, that the return is three. I mean, that's triple. That's a good return. In that same report, 97% surveyed think retaining a customer increases revenue 72% and profitability 65%. So, happy customers buy more, and they keep coming back. Derek Barr talks about the customer perception and the impact that each and every interaction can have.
4: everybody is is involved in in, in the idea of of selling and educating the customer as to what we have available so and then it was basically in the last couple of years that the whole idea of of an overall experience, you know what what the customer is actually um, feeling at every step along the way. So, I mean, because it, it, we all know at any point, a bad experience with any part of your process can turn a customer off completely, and then you've lost that customer. So, you know, it became a focus on every aspect of their interaction with your organization is part of their experience. And so you have to make sure that, that as much as you can, that, that you're making that a positive experience for the customer any interaction that leaves a bad taste in a customer's mouth is is going to linger um, you know you can have a hundred good things or, or what might be seem ordinary interactions and, and it all just goes fine but that that one that didn't go the way they want or or they think that you didn't deliver in the way you were supposed to it's going to take a lot to overcome that so so you have to think that um, it's not is not a, a let up, so to speak. It's just, it's just constant. Every interaction, you, you want it to be the best that it can be.
1: I mentioned the book The Power of Moments earlier. And talking to Derek, I was reminded of something that the writers included. They said that customer service interactions are rarely remarkable and mostly forgettable. That's true, unless it's negative experience. As humans, we do tend to remember the negative experiences we have with the business more than we remember the positive ones. And this is the driving factor in why every customer interaction needs to be a positive. And Derek agrees.
4: Yes, I mean, I'm like that myself. (laughs) That's what... Uh, You know, I I tend to look back and and I'll say, oh, I've I've had great experiences with with such and such a company, but one time something goes wrong and then that's going to stick in my mind for a long time. It's no different than if you go to a restaurant, you know, you might have 100 meals that are great and then you get one where something's wrong or something's lousy. That's what you're going to remember for a while. So, you know, I wish I wish we weren't that way. We could always think about the good things, but but I'm no different than anybody else. A, A negative experience will stick in my mind.
0: This Story Connect miniseries is brought to you by Calyx. Every home, every broadband subscriber is unique. That's why you need insight that only user data can deliver. Calyx Marketing Cloud helps you unleash the power of data to drive ROI, boost ARPU, and ultimately improve the customer experience. Calyx Marketing Cloud is built with machine learning that automatically processes data, identifies valuable subscriber trends, and intuitively recommends segments. Who's working from home? Who's hitting their broadband thresholds? Who are your gamers and heavy streamers? Who's having a poor experience and needs to know how to improve it in real time? With the Calyx Marketing Cloud, you'll have the data you need to get the right message to the right customers. Visit calyx.com to see how other broadband providers are improving the customer experience with Calyx Marketing Cloud. Schedule a demo at calyx.com or speak with your Calyx account specialist. Simplify the way you market, excite your subscribers across the customer journey, grow your business, all with Calyx Marketing Cloud.
1: A few of my guests have completed 100% fiber networks over the last few years, and the others are continuing to work every day to reach that 100% mark. Having an excellent product certainly goes a long way when it comes to delivering an exceptional customer experience, but Deb Luke knew that a great network doesn't guarantee customers, and it can't be the only determining factor in the customer experience.
5: We began deploying fiber to the home in 2010, and um, we were completed in 2016. So we were kind of one of the earlier adopters in our service territory. And at the time, I'm not sure that the consumer really understood the benefit. But, you know, as the demands have grown um, for Internet usage, it definitely has been able to set us apart from those other service areas around us. It was about five years ago so when we completed the fiber to the home um, expansion or improvements to our network then it was about okay how do we really identify and separate ourselves um, from the other carriers and we did a lot of internal evaluation about what makes us different And uh, started focusing on our branding and um, our core values and how do we make that really be the foundation of how we operate. And so in order to engage in that customer experience and make it better, we came up with this strategic tag of World Class Connections Hometown Touch. And we strive on that hometown touch. We want the experience of every single customer that we do business with to have that hometown touch experience. And so that has been the driving um, message behind our branding and our customer awareness.
1: I asked Deb if there is a step-by-step checklist to ensure that every customer feels the hometown touch. Or is this something they've been able to instill in the company culture?
5: It starts with every interaction that we have with our customers and the potential customers that are not yet our customers. Um, You know, we have uh, staff, our technicians, for example, um, when they're out in the rural areas, uh, if they see a new home going up. They take it upon themselves to reach out to the contractor there and identify who the homeowner is and leave a packet of information. And then we do follow up. It's, it's that constant personal interaction, um, even from the customer service side.
1: Those are some excellent points. And if customer experience is to be a priority at your company or any company, it has to come from the top down. It can't be one department. It can't be one person. Everyone has to believe in it. It has to be important. Everyone has to be on board. And D.D. Longenecker agrees. She gives NTCA credit for discussing the importance of customer experience at conferences and at training, but says that an important part is having leadership that believes in training, helping employees sharpen their skills so that they are able to consistently deliver the type of experiences that East Techs wants their customers to have.
6: I don't know exactly when that term started coming up and, you know, standard business jargon, um, but it seems like through conferences, you know, we, well, before COVID, you know, we were regularly attending training sessions. Now we're doing it virtually, but I think, you know, our staff has always benefited from our board having a real positive take on, you know, education and training for all of our staff. So I think, you know, through those educational forums, uh, customer experience was brought up. I know, you know, NTCA has done a great job through their annual PR and marketing conference and talking about customer experience. So, you know, we've adopted that internally and, you know, certainly since before I came on board internally, With Eastex, so yeah, customer experience is is very important to us. I think that there are some companies that have almost you know cult like followings because of the customer experience they've provided. Chick fil A is a good example of that. Um, I I do think they've raised the bar. Companies that you know the old the old company that used to always be the model for that was Southwest Airlines. And so I think especially in Texas, those, some of those companies have a very Southern, you know, root. And I think our Southern clientele, they, they appreciate that. I mean, we're in Texas and that state is known for how friendly its people are. So the bar is very high on how customers expect to be treated and the kind of experience they want to have. Um, we really do... I feel like we are really lucky at Eastex that our customer service staff is so friendly. And, you know, we are so community-based that we really, we know a lot of our customers. Shannon
1: Sears agrees with DD about the importance of training and instilling the company culture and the DNA in everything they do at Tail. They use the golden rule whenever possible.
7: I would say we didn't call it customer experience, but it was part of our culture. It was part of our DNA from the beginning, um, you know, of our of our company. It has really been built into our culture from the beginning uh, to provide, you know, top-notch customer service and, you know, an overall customer experience. I think sometimes we we err on the side of spending too much time with the customer to try to do that. We might drive them a little bit crazy, but uh, you know, we respond to our customers and we really do try to treat them the way we want to be treated. we we live in the community. We work in the community. Uh, you know, when we go to the grocery store and see these people, we want them to uh, have positive things to say about our company. And most of the time we do believe it or not, but it really is part of our DNA. Uh, we protect that culture. Um, you know, with, with, I guess, fiercely. I mean, when we hire new people, uh, it is the thing that we think about the most. You want quality people and uh, you want to be able to train them and you want them to be able to fit into your, you know, your group. But above all, you want them to, to join in with the culture that you have to provide a great customer experience. So,
1: We've talked about the bottom line, training, setting your company apart from the competition, we haven't talked about what it takes, though, to understand what your customer wants from your company. What what do they want in a customer experience? When Kurt started at Waitsfield, he got off to a great start by going directly to the customer and asking those very questions.
8: I started here at Waitsfield in, uh, in uh, 1996. And one of the first things that I did, even though we were um, not quite 100 years old yet, but... Uh, you know, obviously, all of us thought you know we had pretty good scope and handle on our customers and our customer needs. You know, I said, you know, it's a great opportunity to really take a fresh look and take a step back. You know, let's go out, let's do a series of focus groups, you know, throughout our uh, uh, the rural communities that we serve, and then from there, you know, let's see what we learn, and then you know, kind of set up our our regular marketing research, you know, to really um, scale that and just. Truly get a handle of you know our customer needs, you know what those expectations are, how we are doing, and, and establish those those benchmarks. So, I would say you know back into the early days that was a a, a big start uh, uh, of that, and then you know it's just grown and expanded from from there. You know we we still do a ton of customer research uh you know both annually you know customer satisfaction service but uh surveys but also transactional uh you know so that customer journey you referred to right that's perpetual and that's you know it's our hope that you know that journey continues it continues to evolve and let's face it expectations aren't stagnant either so why we might be you know setting up procedures policies measurements and you know uh, uh for for certain touch points right? That, that customer expectation is, is, is evolving. And, and certainly in the last couple of years, I think it's, it's changed exponentially.
1: Kurt's right. Customer expectations have changed. The customer has so much information available at their fingertips. This can change the way a business operates with just consumer reviews and suggestions. In addition, Kurt believes that service expectations have changed too.
8: You know, I think COVID really, um, you know, focused on, I mean, we saw, right, usage pattern shift where, you know, just overnight, you know, in terms of people's reliance, you know, you and I always knew how important broadband was, right?
1: Fantastic, great points. The customer changes, the journey changes, expectations change. If you don't ask the right questions, you never know what your customers really think. This reminds me of something I read from a gardener study a few years ago. When CEOs were asked, how satisfied their customers were with the customer experience, 80% said, oh, our customers are very happy, they're satisfied, everything's great. But when they asked the customers of those companies the same question, only 8% said they were happy with the customer experience. That's a pretty big disconnect. I hope you've enjoyed this first podcast in our customer journey series. Our next one is all about the first stop on the customer journey and my guest will not disappoint. Bring your road trip snacks and be sure to stay tuned for episode two.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Journey, Exploring the Customer Experience, a six part Connect mini series hosted by Carrie Huckabee. A special thanks to our guests and to our presenting sponsor Calyx. Visit calyx.com to learn how their cloud and software solutions can help you simplify your business, excite your subscribers, and grow your value. Journey and Story Connector Productions awards out of the Pioneer Utility Resources.